Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, welcome back to James and Flav for now. Flav is here, <coughs> life is good, although it's been a tough week for me and Flav, um, but I'm excited that hopefully we can get back on track. Um, what, are we talking about you talking about two other men all the time? Well, uh, we could also talk about you gaslighting me last week. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, the old um, mm, what did, mm. I, I said Leicester, and you went Leicester. Mm. I went, who's talking about Leicester? Yeah, um, yeah. Look, that was an honest mistake, mate. I didn't mean anything. I, well, I didn't mean to gaslight you. This you can't just chuck gaslighting around willy nilly, right? You know, I, I, it fell out my mouth in my head. What I'd said was, I can't even remember who we were talking about, Borough or whatever it well, was. Let's, let's show the people it. Oh, right, you're gonna do that. Are you? Yeah, do that. Because you made me, and I. I, I'm so disappointed in myself. I was so quick, so quick Crumble. to just go. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. Whatever you say. So I'm just going to get this up now. By the way, so welcome. What, guys. What, what's happening here? Is it, you're you're bringing evidence up, are you? Yeah. You're well, showing evidence. The thing is, it's very clear evidence in what's been a tough week for me, where I've been getting pelters from all sorts for talking to another man, <laughs> which is just. I mean, what am I? This feels like abuse. Is what I'm saying. It feels like there's some form of abuse going on here. You just don't. You don't. You don't check in with me. You're just off gallivanting around, <laughs> doing fucking bits of yeah. content with some... other men. Is what I'm saying. I'm your man. Sure. But what really happened in that hotel room with Loz? Um, not much really. Actually, he was rubbish. Well, did you share? Did you share a room? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no, I tried. There's nothing worse. I was like, we don't, need two. we don't need two. Just. What about the energy, just, safe energy in that? Yeah. Um, it's only do. one bed. Yeah, it's okay. Just <laughs> um, Single bed? Just single a, bed? No, it's a double bed. Of, oh. Just have a couple of brewskis. We'll yeah. watch some videotape. Um, right. Let's show you this disgraceful bit of behavior. <sighs> by, so, by the way, guys, uh, exciting pod here. I've got to say that the, the comments were on fire yesterday. Um, yesterday, last week. And sandwich chat is going to ruffle some feathers. Um, okay. This week, because people are coming after you. Um, coming after people, me? What did I say? For, on, on a couple of different reasons. And also, I may well be <coughs> understanding of the cutting into lengthways, because someone's put forward an interesting point on that one. That's great. There's no chance. That geezer isn't a, a paedophile. 
Go on. Uh, right, let's just show this. Cause, yeah, so you said, hang on, let me read the comment out first. Love someone, someone's just written, stop blabbering. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to Jaffin. Uh, actually, there's a comment on that, actually. Luis Ramirez. I remember my first experience watching the pod about a year ago. I had seen a few GLA, JLA videos that would pop up as recommended videos, but I wasn't actually interested in su- subscribing. Harsh. They <laughs> <laughs> saw a video about you previewing, I think, the Manchester Derby last year. I remember thinking an hour discussion about the Manchester Derby. I can pop this on while I'm at work and listen. I clicked, and you could imagine my surprise when there was only about five minutes of football chat and 50 minutes of in-jokes. I didn't understand, but I'm glad I stuck around. Look, okay? you, yeah, well, I, that's a lovely comment, and I, I get it. You, you're going to stuck on everybody. What you wanted to get everything all the time. This is work, Long right? This is work for us. This podcast requires work. It requires us to be uh, our attention to be on point, and it requires us to know what we're talking about when it comes to football, right? So you've got to do your work. Stick with it. Learn. Everyone just wants everything fucking straight away. I want to understand everything straight away. There'd be no need for school or university or training programs if you understood everything straight away. Earn the right to watch this podcast. Incredible, really, isn't it? Uh, And because in the background here, we've got comments talking about you gaslighting whilst you were gaslighting. That was fantastic. Really enjoyed that. Anyway, well, just listen. Dan Reese, 368 likes. Two minutes in and Flav is gaslighting Jim. Leicester on minus two. They get thumped by someone. Shame on you. Ryan Couch jumped in gaslighting clear as day. Uh, Thomas says, can't wait for Jimbo to call him out next week for this. Well, here you go, Tom. Uh, Reg Hornsey, power move from Flav. Uh, Jersey said, clearly revenge by a rattle Flav because Jim has his new side bit with Rory. Get in line, Rory. Got Loz involved as well. And uh, what's this? This made me laugh. Oh, no. Maybe Flav just wanted a sandwich. Interesting. And then I was disappointed myself because Bobby Chocolate said, not sure what's funnier, James, instant climb down from the challenge or Flav's unwavering certainty that no one said. <laughs> <laughs> no one said Leicester. So let's play it. Um, they have got minus goal difference. That is weird. They must have got had right, right, one, one really bad result, that generally means. Yeah, they got beat 4 0 by Rotherham, bizarrely. Oh, yeah, the important <coughs> thing is the boys are doing well. Hang on, this is very good. Angry. Wait, you, you were literally, you brought it <coughs> up. I know. I know. Here it is. That was Leicester. It. Reading. What are you talking about, oh. Leicester? Right. What's that about? Did they get thumped by someone? Listen Who? to Flav. They've got minus two goal difference. Did they get thumped by someone? Leicester. It's right. Leicester, <laughs> minus two. What's that about? Did they get thumped by someone? Leicester on minus two. Couldn't really make any signings. Paul Ince was manager. Turns out the guy's an absolute football genius. It's mad. Leicester got minus two. What's that about? Did they get thumped by someone? Who? They got minus two goal difference. Watch me panic though. By someone. Leicester. Reading. What are you talking about, Leicester? Oh, Reading. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't hear you say Reading. Um, Wait, you, no, you, you, you brought Reading up. I, I, <laughs> I just I didn't hear the word Reading. Uh, right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Can I just let's say, can I, in my defence, gaslighting is almost like a insidious activity, right? Someone you, something you do to to, to manipulate someone else or, or put put your position. That was the mistake. My brain said Reading. In my head, yeah. I said Reading, and I thought we were talking about Reading. By the same token, I couldn't control my 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 mouth when it said sandwich for absolutely an inexplicable <laughs> reason. This is a similar sort of thing. It's not my fault. It's not my conscious fault. It's my subconscious that did it. And I apologise, James. It's fine. 
but you, you did fun down way too quickly. Yeah, way too quick. No certainty in what. I think it was only because I was half listening. Jim Biglaff Award. <laughs> Do you ever have that, Jim? Right, sorry. You, you, it had happened a lot on Ball Street and, and, and the fighting cock, and I'd drift off in my own little world for a bit while someone else was talking. And it'd come back to you, and like maybe a minute into the conversation, and then you'd ask a question. You go, "Oh God, I've <laughs> yeah. come now." Gone. I'm really sorry. I just wasn't listening. I say that now, but 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 back in the day when you're trying to make an impression. Do you know what's, hor- what's horrible when you're say you're presenting and you're interviewing someone? Sometimes you'll have this thing where you go, "You've asked the question," and you go, and your head's going, "Okay, thinking, okay, what's the next question?" You're going, "Oh, I'm, I can't think what the next question is. I haven't got the next question. Oh my God, please, deep, please keep talking." Please keep talking. Yeah. I haven't got anything. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to go. Um, he's going to finish, and I'm just going to go. Yeah. I've got nothing. <laughs> and somehow, something will always pop in. Yeah, it always comes. Yeah, God, <laughs> that's quite a common occurrence. That it's not fun. Mm. Uh, right, Jim Big Laugh Award. I haven't got a question. I haven't. Got I hope We're just gonna, this is going to be horrific. I'm just going to go. I haven't got anything. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry, Chris Wilder. I have no, nothing, nothing left. I've got nothing left. I've got... Uh, Joe Keane, unbelievable Samism. <laughs> this is great. From a colleague on a call with a customer of mine. He wanted to tell the female we were pitching to that she was on the ball. But he actually said... On the, <laughs> <laughs> on the game. Uh, yes. <laughs> she reacted badly and I had to Google what it meant. Uh, hey, I've got to say... Amazing. Impressive. Impressive. She's on the game. You're on the game, I presume. Any American listeners, on the game means that she's essentially a prostitute. Yeah, simple as that. Horrible. Great stuff. You must must be on the game. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. What do you do? How do you get out of that? A little because if you it, are officially offended, do you know what I mean? If the woman's officially offended, then you're you're in a real battle to get out of that. Right. If if the person that is offended, they're weak, a weak, weak human being. If they can't see that it's an honest mistake, that again his brain has played a trick on him, and he wasn't he hasn't been able to recall the he's got two cliches there, and and his brain's gone for the wrong one. When you're performing a sentence, you're not consciously thinking ahead typically about how you're going to construct the words the wonderful thing that the brain is does it for you right so if she's gone oh, i'm offended by that she can stay offended <laughs> i don't want to know that person. all morning all morning she's going do i wear that do i unzip this a little bit this top because i think uh, you know i think these are great assets and i, I feel empowered by that and i want to wear it. i want to i want to do that so she goes yeah i'm gonna and then she he says on the game and she's like <laughs> Straight back up, poor woman. Yeah, it's funny. Indeed, Catherine, poor woman. But uh, you know these things happen. She's um, not a poor woman, it's a fucking mistake. She's got to show some fucking backbone resilience. Okay, Do you know, actually, that would be a great bit uh, for the comments when you've got out of something, like you've like uh, with like a sentence or something like you've just in that moment, you know, like we were talking about how you can't think of a question and it just comes. Like, yeah. so it happened to me once where I was, um, I was with. I really like this girl called Laura, right? And it didn't work out. And then I got with this uh, girl called uh, Zoe straight after. And it was in the like first like meetup, like, you know, you're, you're young, like 16, mm. 17. And we're sort of, we're doing something, walking somewhere. And I called her Laura. 
and it yeah. was and I Not meant I meant the girl I fancied but it was the girl I fancied and I never got with it was like it was a yeah, bit yeah. awkward right and she went what what and like that fortunately my sister's called Laura so I was able to go my sister's called Laura so I do that sometimes and she's like oh, yeah okay. I, I, and I was out and I was out of it I was thinking yes because <laughs> I wasn't thinking of my sister I um I, there was a couple of times early on in my relationship where I I uh, you know accidentally said my previous girlfriend's name but again it's not a conscious thing it's your brain doing it it's such a it's a name that you've been saying over and over again for 14 years it doesn't just suddenly switch off can we have a round of applause in the chat please for thomas martin son of legendary goalkeeper nigel martin who's what just we, we, named what? the bit that we've been discussing reflex saves that is superb great work <laughs> His dad was famous for a reflex save as well. Great shot stopper. Yeah, it was. Great shot stopper. Um, yeah. yeah, I was gaslighting. Good point, Catherine. It's come full circle. There we go. Not, <laughs> not power, see, Lewis. No, no, no. See, if Lewis Ramirez, I presume your dad wasn't a legendary goalkeeper because he's gone with power saves. No, power reflex saves. saves, it will be called. Get in the comments, get involved. Um, well, let's get a little Tottenham update. All well? Everything right? <laughs> Happy with life? What? Yeah. Top of the Champions League group. Should we, yeah, we, should we just catch up on both our teams briefly? Could do that. Yeah. Could how do are that. you? Uh, how's Silky how, <laughs> how, how, yeah. uh, you know, I haven't, uh, honestly, I haven't you, looked me, at it. So uh, let's have a look at the table. I haven't looked at the Championship table. I, look, it's, I'm not sure if you're aware, Jim. I'm not sure if you're aware, but can I just... You're currently, after 13 games, you're joint top. Oh, dear me. Did you? Interesting. Is that, it interesting. is interesting. <laughs> that, it is is, very interesting. that is interesting to me. I don't know about uh, anyone else who's clicked on this podcast and said, thought we were going to talk about managers getting sacked, which we will do. But, you know, we're characters within the podcast. You want to be involved in our lives. You want to be invested. I'll tell you who isn't going to get sacked, Jim. Whoever your manager is. <laughs> Mick Beale, yeah. McBeal, he ain't going to get sacked. Look at him flying. And it just goes to show that maybe, maybe the quality at Aston Villa isn't Steven Gerrard and is that guy you just said. <laughs> McBeal. 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 Yeah, that, it, it, maybe McBeal was the guy. Wow. And you do worry. When you get your manager and you think, what's his name? Mick. You're like, oh, Mick McCarthy. That's the, all the others I can think of. You know, other famous mix in the chat, please quickly, quickly. Yeah, um, let's have some mix. Uh, well, I think he's the best. He's the most forward-thinking manager named Mick. Uh, he was, are you enjoying the football, Jim? Is it, am it, I, is am it, I enjoying the football? Are you like? Is it good football? Well, yeah. I, I feel I mean, like I mean, I you're, feel top, like... you're top. You're top. Look, I don't. I'm not saying. I don't want to say too much. Okay, but what I will say is, I feel like we're in second gear. All right, you've got room to kick on. Yeah. I and I, I what I will also say is that I went to my championship prediction video and I have screen recorded what I said about the club at the time and the, my prediction and it does at the time of writing sound beautiful and I can't wait to post it. <laughs> but will I be able to post it and when should I post it? That's the problem because you can't, you know, I've had go problems. Early. Yeah, I know. Go you're gonna, I knew you were going to say that. Just go big. 
And you know what, like, the, you, what you, when you say tempting fate, that's like believing magic exists. There's no such thing. But what? I, but whilst I'm remaining quiet, it's going pretty bloody well. I would say four wins out of five. There, if you see a lot of green. If if, if anyone's offended by green, maybe look a bit further down <laughs> the table um, because there's a lot of green knocking about here. <laughs> in this section <laughs> come on come on mate you look you can't use this some point you've got to think we are title challengers automatic promotion qpr to the premier league what will that do to our relationship because Oof. if you come up when you come up there's no friendship here mate when spurs are playing qpr i want to absolutely bury you sure I understand that. Okay. I, just, before I that, just think it's interesting, is what I'm saying, is, where we is, are currently. There is, look, while, while there is... We're not saying that there's something happening there, or you're certainly not saying there's something happening there. You're just... You're interested just, in what's I just happening. think it's interesting, is what it's I'm just, saying. You're curious yeah. to see what might happen. It's, it is curious... They are curious times at QPR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Do you know what's fascinating? Is, what's fascinating? <laughs> is that our last two games we get Sheffield United and Reading. And if we just go back to the table, that's first and fifth. That is fascinating. That is fascinating, isn't it? It's uh, like a good book, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. QPR are a good book. But what's what's going to happen? That's what, I, that's what I'm fascinated I mean, who by. Who knows? What does your dad think will happen? <sighs> He's like, what's weird is we can, we can get better. We can play better. And we are, I'm also slightly, I'm not sure we've totally got the depth. Still am concerned about that. However, it is fascinating. That's, that, that's, that is, it is fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> Jim, can uh, I ask you a quick question? Because I did think of yeah. you when um, Chris Wilder was sacked. Yes, has been sacked. Yeah, he got sacked. Yeah. Did you feel a bit, because you met him, you've, you've got a bond with him. Did you feel really bad? Uh, yeah, you do. You do, yeah. You kind of like, oh, but he's, you know, he knows what he's doing. Something, something wasn't right there. It was odd. And they've got thing is, what makes it tough for you, I would imagine, as well as a manager, is that you've got, um, if you've got a good squad, like that's, like he could probably easily turn it around, easily. The time, but but yeah, and he's got the time, and there's enough games. Sorry, if I just take... Oh, it's going to take a while. I'm going to scroll down to the bottom because I was right at the top there. But it, 20, they're 21st at the moment. And yeah, yeah, the squad that they've got is really good. We beat them uh, 3-2 and they, they're they probably the best team we've played. So I that was an in- interesting game. It was. It was a belter of a game. We were 2-0 up and then fascinating they game. got one. It was, yeah, it was curious. Um, you're curious, curious. Yeah, let me just. Sorry, it's, lucky it's a podcast. It's going to take forever to get back up to the top here. Yeah, so we're <laughs> back. <laughs> there we are. There we are. Twenty-four points is the same as first place. Sheffield United, who we beat just two games ago. I mean, let, let's see what happens. Let's talk about the Premier League because Tottenham okay. also not joint first, but third. Simply both of us. Look at us both flying high. Third, third, and third, I, I've got to say, third. we're this the same. We we got gears to go into. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless this is as good as you are, that would be the only concern. Well, that you you saw on Wednesday what Son and Kane are still capable of doing. That, what a wallop from Son! <laughs> it was it was like it reminded me of Danny Rose, but obviously he wasn't outside the box. He's just unsavable. That's the um, kind of thing that where and he did it himself, and I do it, and um, fam, my wife hates it. We were talking about um, how she makes me feel sick when she eats an egg sandwich. I, yeah. I make her feel sick when I do that. 
<laughs> she's just like, what are you doing? I'm like... You're allowed to do that, Jim. Yeah. I was like... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's fine. But yeah. Yeah, but the, the... Tick, tick, tick. Ooh, ticking along. Tick, just ticking tick. along. Um, yeah, man. I talk about Spurs all the time. You know yeah. what I want to talk about? Can I talk about something? Can I bring up a subject? And then might, we might segue into the title. Yes. Well, I've got my—I mean, I've got my link ready as well. But feel free to go on your tangent. Is it to do? Is it to do with Steve Cooper being given a new contract? It—it uh, it, it drifts towards that place. But actually, the link right. was the fantastic job that Mick Beale is doing, and 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 uh, what he's left behind. You know, the earthquake that he's created back at Villa Park. That's what I was yeah. going to talk about. Well, what, Villa, what, Villa, what, Villa, why? Villa are you going to say right? about Steve Cooper? You want to talk about Steve I Cooper? Just, I just thought, what a wonderful demonstration of loyalty to the man who put you in this situation single-handedly to when everybody was saying, how long is he going to last for them to give him a new contract? It was refreshing. I mean, they're fucked. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they're going down. Yeah. It was refreshing. But, but so this is... So this is what I wanted to get to. The title of it is who will be next to be sacked in the Premier League. Now, so the, if you if you just zoom out for a second, Flav, what you'll see is that there's a World Cup on the horizon, just a few oh, yeah. weeks away. Now, yeah. what? So, but what does this mean? Like, this is the this is the international break of all international breaks. If you remember last year when Steven Gerrard got the job, uh, Norwich got rid of their manager. Uh, Villa got rid of their manager, Watford got rid of their manager, and they did it before the break, brought in the manager to give them that time to do what they, they wanted to do. Because, of course, you come back around the Christmas period, I think it is, the games, and then what's that there? It's the January transfer window. So mm. is is it worth is it worth sacking any of these current contenders, which I can show you now? So these are the top four guys. Uh, I hope you can see it above me. So Gerard is the f- biggest favourite to to go next. Then Ralph Hasenhorden, who every everyone thought they were going to get pumped nine 0 didn't they last week? Didn't happen. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah. Um, Brendan Rodgers, third, yep. which I'm amazed he's the third favourite. And Jurgen Klopp fourth, Steve Cooper fifth. What? Yeah, and unless, Jess, unless Jesse the, Marsh. Unless the new contract was like to remove a clause or something. Or to put a clause in, I don't know. Oh, really? Do you mean? Well, um, so, so my point is, is that first of all, do you think do you think it's worth sacking anyone between now and the end of the World Cup? Um. Well, what? It depends. It's a, it's not an easy question to answer because if the opportunity there is to upgrade on who you have and there is an opportunity to do that, then then you sack them. But Villa, if I, as I understand it, while they on they're being pretty blunt, aren't they undefeated in four? I thought I heard them say. Like, who? Sorry, Villa. Yeah, they've yeah they've they've turned the tide a little bit. They have. You're right. Where are I? They? I would. Yeah, I would. Right. Uh, I would err on the side of caution and don't not make any rash decisions and. Just see, I don't. Villa are not as as bad as their their league their their, their league position would suggest, and you, you know they don't. They've got the quality in their squad. They really do. Um, Maybe it is the manager, but it, it, you know, you just not at this stage. It's too early. What are their aspirations, Villa? But their aspirations are to be a uh, should be can't really be anything more than a mid table club. <laughs> well, will they end up? In, Do you mean in... this season or broadly? 
no, broadly, obviously, they want to build into getting yeah. to the top six and, and, and European. But this season, based on where they are right now, a mid-table club, a mid-table finish would be preferable, right? Yeah. Get above that. Well, okay. So let's do this. Let's. And uh, I can see. I can see. I can see. Um, Gerard and Villa doing that together. But there's there are other things at play, Jim, isn't there? Like the dressing room and and the, the rumours that are surrounding the club, and that it's more than just the results. There's issues, isn't there? There. So and if, yes, so that, that's another reason why it might happen. So, but chat. So chat. Right. You're all watching right now. First of all, do me a favor, hit the like button, give the podcast a chance, subscribe if you're new, and all that stuff. If you haven't hit the bell yet. Um. Let's do. Let's go, Gerard first. Um, would you? Uh, how many? Well, actually, do you, let's just make it broader. Tell us who you support, the name of your club, and then tell me about your manager, and we'll have a little review of it if you want them in or want them out. In in particular, the likes of Southampton fans, if you're in there, Villa fans, if you're in there. I'd I'd like to know. I don't know if Tom's in here. He's a Bournemouth fan. Gary O'Neill. Do you give him the gig? Like he's, he's, they're flying. That's the well, other since side. They, of it. Since they, um... so here's my theory on on Bournemouth, uh, Flav. Fuck me! I've just noticed that they're eighth in the league. <laughs> yeah, Were they like rock bottom when uh, Parker goes? It just so, shows you. Everyone was banging on, banging the Scott Parker drum that he's going to get a big job at a big club. He was the problem. Of course, you give him the gig. But so, but here's the thing, right? Uh, this is the strategy that I would do. I would go to. I would go. If I was chairman, I'd go to Gary and go, look, you got the job. Don't worry, okay? But let's just milk this for all it's worth whilst you're caretaker. Because the caretaker manager, you know, when they go on the run and everyone's like, he's got to have, he's got to give him the job. Like, yeah. Then they and get then, given the a job. year from now and then they get sacked. Yeah. There was the Charlton manager. Um, what was his name? I interviewed him. <laughs> he used to play for Spurs. Johnny Jackson. Johnny Jackson, that's it. He he went on this unbelievable run as caretaker manager. And mm. then, as soon as he got the job, it just sort of spiraled out of control. So so, I wonder with so Gary Neal, that's just, the way to he, go. So, yeah, the manager, the owner's just gone, listen, you've got the job. You know you've got the job. Obviously, you've got the job. Just don't tell anyone. Yeah, let's just like, let's just, let's milk this for all it's worth whilst you're on a good run. Got Fulham this week as well. They could go, they could go fifth. No, they could, yeah, they could. They could go fifth. No, they couldn't. Goal difference. Well, no chance. Goal difference, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to, that could cost them. Um, Right, let's have a look at the chat. Southampton, James won. Southampton, Ralph out. Lost four in, um, four lost in a row. And the last 21 games, I believe, three wins. Not, Not good, good enough. enough. He's kind of rated by... He's still rated by, like, football dorks. Uh, not, not dorks, sorry. People that... Ta- tacticians. Yeah. Hipsters, yeah, yeah. Um, it, he, like, because of the way he plays, but... Regardless of this form, he's lost nine nil twice, and it's not acceptable. Okay, the, this is interesting. Someone's a Periola. That's it. Periola. Villa are only a point behind the apparently brilliant Brentford. <laughs> I'm so passive aggressive. That's yeah, it's true, isn't it? Just one point behind the apparently brilliant Brentford. <laughs> Funny <laughs> the narratives around clubs, isn't it? Yeah, it's it amazing. It is amazing. But I guess it's <coughs> expectations, isn't it? It's all. It's it's a huge part of it all. But the I think. Gerard, Gerard's trying to figure it out. But what's amazing with the McBeal element of it all is that, that it, it sounds like it's biased from me, but you can the way that Villa want to play is exactly how we play. 
like exactly really? exactly the same it's crazy so what i think you're saying is mick bill like i think what's interesting about what potentially interesting about what you're saying is that villa were better when he was there and now qpr are better now that he's there <laughs> i think what really? i'm trying to say is that but mick bill will be england manager one day that's what i'm saying oh, i'm saying it now clip me up <laughs> clip me up mick bill <laughs> will be the england manager at some point in his career. Wow, that is a that is a massive shout. Massive. I think ninety nine percent of football fans never heard of him. Well and you're saying he'll be an England manager. Remember the name is what I'm saying. Will he be an English manager before Steve Cooper? Uh Quite possibly. Because I could like I could see he's obviously very ambitious. He like has like links with uh Liverpool and Chelsea, so he knows that. He'll he'll leave us. He'll get us up. He'll leave us and go to Villa or something like that. He'll do a good job at Villa, and then the job will become available and he'll take it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But I can't see it because Just get us up. Eddie Howe has never been offered it, and but but Eddie Howe would be offered it now if uh, if he wasn't at Newcastle. And it just goes to show the absolute shower of shit of a standard of managers that we produce. Well, we, well, we've got him and Potter, haven't we? We've got Beal, Beelo, the old Beal, Beal Mobile. I've got a couple of questions. We're still talking about managers, but but yeah. right, Newcastle, are they overperforming or underperforming, or just about right? Just about right, isn't it? Uh, I think it's, it's a it's a it's feeling good. Yeah, I think over. Um, yeah, just overperforming. B plus one one defeat all season, overperforming. Yeah, I guess maybe, maybe they've got. I mean, they spent a lot of money, haven't they? When does when does the, that's it? When's the narrative change? You go, well, hang on, you know. But they spent a lot of money. See, that's the problem. The Villa have got Villa have spent a load of. Well, it feels like they spent a lot of money, and so the thing is, those got... two should be battling out, but side by side, whereas they're down here. How many? Yeah, he's doing a good job, Eddie Howe, isn't he? He's he... like, yeah, is he's there any is any job more secure in the Premier League apart from perhaps? Guardiola contest. Great Conte question for the chat. What is the most secure, apart from Pep? Yeah. What's the most secure job in the Premier League right now? I think uh, it's got. Oh, my opinion is is Arteta because they're they're willing to, you know, back his mediocrity. So they're definitely not going to sack him when they're top of the league. But, uh, but you know, you also know he is in huge trouble even if they finish. You know, if they finish fifth. If they finish fifth, he has to be sacked. It's, it's that would be eighth, eighth, and fifth, and fifth from a position of leading the table as they are now. And they don't. I would I don't say. Think they will. Do you I mean, know what I would too, say? They're, they're very, very good. Very. I very would good. say, Ten Hag's job is is probably one of the most secure right now. Do you think? Because I'm yeah. not. I I haven't been convinced by them. They're winning in the same way. But a lot of people are not convinced by Spurs. We're winning, but not playing that well. A similar thing with Man United. He will. There's no way he won't be manager Christmas next year. Mm, if we're yeah, talking I, security, I, I, Arteta say Arteta like. I mean, I guess you could say it about any team if they just bomb, but say Arteta finishes fifth and they bottle it, and then <clears> doesn't start that well. I think Ten Hag's got so much credit in the bank because Man United as a football club has so little. Yeah. Eric, 10 months, isn't it? Very good, dude, master. Uh, good. I think 
so yeah, so uh, Gerard, how many games has Gerard got left? And also, because I, I did put Jurgen Klopp on the front of the, the thumbnail, and the reason for that was, like, s- yeah, and but no, but also if because where they're at right now, they are you know they're tenth, obviously like a couple of victories and they they'll be back knocking about in the upper echelons. Um, and if you are confused what upper echelons are, if I just go to the championship table, this is the sort of lower echelons. And then this is the this is the upper echelons where QPR sit currently. Yes. Just in case everyone's confused. Uh, yeah. How many... <laughs> I just wanted to ask, how many games? How many games has he... Because also, like, say it's the next Premier League manager to go. Say everyone goes, look, let's get beyond the World Cup because generally all of these managers are good managers that might just not be working at the club that they're at. Do you, do you know what I mean? And yeah. you, you made a good point about upgrades. If you can't get the upgrade that you want, you're better off maybe just sticking because you've got a bit of time uh, to get yourself lovely we... and planned. So You're talking about Liverpool. So Yeah, so say Liverpool continues to struggle between now and the end of, the se- uh, end of uh, this bit of the season before the World Cup. And then finish the season in tenth or whatever. It would it's have not, to be it's some not sort feeling of... right, is it? No, I know that it isn't I, feeling... this is this is absurd. By the way, they won seven one <laughs> two nights ago. <laughs> it, it's not. It would have in order for Klopp to, for them to be even considering sacking him. It would have to be some sort of collapse like he saw at Dortmund on seven years. Funnily enough, but they at this point in the season were already rock bottom. And he so, did actually manage to get them out of that and sort of finish mid-table or something. I think it got as high as seventh or sixth yeah. that year. So in but, the chat, um, in the chat, what is the scenario where he gets fired due to you know performance on the pitch? Not something. I don't. I weird. think they just stick with him. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think there's anything apart from getting relegated. But that's never going to happen. I, they just stick with him, mate. I, th- I think. I don't like when I. We talked about this on the um, last fan standing on Monday, and. Paul quite rightly said, I don't even know why we're talking about this. Why we're talking about it, Paul, <laughs> you understand YouTube very well, because it yeah. gets people through the door, right? Get them through the door, and then we can have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but he's right. This. He's right. This, it, and it's, it's, it would be un- inconceivable for Liverpool to to even consider. They, the, the board are not even considering it, because there isn't a better manager out there for them. Periola, Klopp is untouchable. Yeah. It'd have to be relegation. It would have to be relegated. But do you know what? See, I think that's interesting, though, isn't it? And I guess, it, look, obviously, it's credit in the bank, right? But Arteta, does he not be able to rebuild? Of course, he can rebuild. But if Arteta finishes, fi- say, Arteta finishes fifth this season, right? Mm. He, you know, he's in trouble. But if Klopp finishes twelfth, he'd be all right, wouldn't he? But, but yeah, but, but why? But since Arteta's joined, they've won a Champions League and a League title, and an FA Cup and a League Cup. It's that's mm. whereas. Arteta in his first season won an FA Cup, I think. Um, uh, it wasn't it a few. It was. Did he come in halfway through the season, something like that? So, whatever it was, it's it's not it's not. I'm not I, do you know what? There'd be many Arsenal fans out there saying, "No, we'd stick with him," and you know that's a fair play. But there isn't going to be this endless pot of money that you've been spending, and they've spent a lot. And by the amount of money they've spent, compared to how, how much they've recouped it's huge investment in the squad something they've been asking for for ages decades you know they, since you know do you remember the sort of commotion it's a yearly thing that Arsenal don't spend money and Wenger doesn't buy new players or yeah, necessarily yeah. have significant investment um, they're paying off the stadium what, they? 
yeah, whatever it is. But this is um, this is what uh, this is what they've been asking for, and 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 for good reason. You know, they they uh, they they currently find themselves top of the table. But if it doesn't work, there's very there's not where else. What what do they do? They keep hoping that Arteta fixes it, or do they keep hoping this squad's going to get better. Because what's going to start happening? Maybe not this season, but the season after is these players that big clubs are going to start coming in from. It always happens. Yeah, yeah. You, Arsenal can't stop a player from joining Real Madrid or but it's, Saliba joining PSG. It's fucking reeks of it. It comes it back to what it. you're saying, though. Is like, is there a better manager out there in terms of fit? So, like with the Klopp it's, thing, that's why Klopp is untouchable because there is no bet. Like anyone you go for is a step backwards and step down. So he's, but, but he's just, untouchable. Just, yeah, he probably is untouchable. But the the thing is, is with with Arteta, is this is this is the best it's going to get, right? Not that there may be trophies coming for Arsenal, but this moment of excitement and and like, oh god, what might happen? This is the best bit, right? Because what actually happens next season is other challenges start start coming into play. The, the players start hearing the same messages from the same manager and the same, we're looking at the same pictures on the whiteboard. Mm. And these things become less effective and he's got to find new ways to motivate players that are becoming long in the tooth in terms of hearing his ideas. And so there are other challenges and it becomes a little bit more stagnated and, and then players start looking at other clubs if they don't win league titles or they have designs to go there already. So all these different challenges are going to be confronted with Arteta. While he may be good enough, he may be, he may be just so good that he can manage these coming challenges. But he, it, um, this moment, and I, like I have... I, I don't like the fact that Arsenal fans are feeling as happy. It makes me feel sick, right? Of course it would, as it should. But um, this, is, this is it. The, the, this moment is when they're going to be, um, they should be like the, the happiest because this is like, it's like the start of a relationship. You know, everything's starting to click into gear and eventually... She's going to eat an egg sandwich. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. You gotta be ready for that, guys. At some point it's gonna happen. Um <laughs> Tiotta, who's top of the draw league? Great question. Um oh actually, final one for the chat. Who will be the next manager to be sacked? Get your answer in the in the chat right this second, and we'll uh, see who who is the victor. Um and again, hit the like button for me. Give the podcast a chance, please. So, yeah, I've, where is it? I was so busy um, looking at the championship table, which there it is, if you, just, if you haven't seen it. Um, 
Oh, here it is. Here it is. So, in terms of the draw league, I can't remember who sent me this comment. Apologies. But this guy's team is... Actually, I'm going to feel bad if I don't find it, so let me just find the draw league. Where is it? Here you go. Uh, Vuta, I'm going to say. Vuta VD. Uh, for draw league, please take a look at NEC in the Dutch Eredivisie. We're miles on top of the draw league. Um, so, presume flat. I'm going to... I don't want to presume, but I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to presume that you don't haven't looked at the Eredivisie recently. I'm looking um, at it now. Well, let's have a little scroll down into 10th spot. And NEC are currently, after nine games, they've won one, lost one, drawn seven. <laughs> seven. It's NEC <laughs> Ninjmindon. That's superb. They're out there fighting. Fighting for the title. Seven. Keep it going. Well, pretty good. The um, that was the other thing with the championship. Preston, Preston won. Uh, they beat uh, Norwich three two. Um, but before that, the amount of goals that were scored. Oh, it's eight and eight. Yeah. Now. It's not as exciting, but it was, it was crazy. Um, what's everyone saying in terms of the uh, the next dude? Uh, Nick Toll says Gerald or Hasen. Hoodle. Um, UEFA says Flav is on fire. Brilliant. Um, Gerard, a lot of Gerard. Yeah, people saying Gerard next out. Interesting. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So do you think? Do you think? You know, in the World Cup this year, do you think there'll be? How many players do you think will be bought on the form of the World Cup? You always have that, don't you? Like you have this yeah, player yeah. is like fuck. Who, who's Elhaz your favourite? We had Zakora. Yeah, Zakora. We Salif Jiao as well was bought, I think, by Liverpool. Yeah, there's been a lot of those players. It was um, people. Are, I think people talk about that so much that they're now nervous about doing it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, we have. Oh, yeah, that was it. The other. Uh, <laughs> this is just a uh, Jim Big Laugh Award comment. Um, Library Gary, one of the OGs, and this is one of his quotes of the week. Arsenal were lucky. No, I won't explain. Pre- proceeds to explain. That was you that? last week. You got um, got a little t- viral TikTok out of you, mate. Thanks for that. You what? saying that Arsenal were lucky? Um, to how win many a North London derby, uh, ninety-six thousand. Um, another dig what, at you. you was Top. it recorded in? Um, it's chopped up by did, Bobby was Turner, it, wasn't it, for TikTok? Did Bobby Turner chop it up? Sliced up with nice. the correct con- context, where you know. Yeah, he let you. Were... I think he let you get it across. Um, de Grief, one of our beloved moist slugs and if you'd like to become a moist slug and join us for our mailbags sorry we haven't done one this week obviously we're now and about um, we'll be back next week then links in the description um, less than a London point he says Flav gives off the aura of the assistant coach at Newcastle just wanted to get your thoughts on that who's that? I don't know who is the assistant coach? oh what? oh sorry I thought you meant I thought that he was saying just broadly, you look like someone who would be assistant coach at Newcastle. But maybe oh, what, he actually sort of the, means the guy who stands. There's that Tyndall. Tyndall's his guy. Maybe he's saying you look like it. He's saying aura. That's it. He said aura. So the geezer's sort of screaming, not really doing anything, and just sort of screaming at the uh, at the players and having their arms crossed and stuff like that. Bradley I was Walsh wondering in, if you Bradley were. Walsh in, if in, um, what's that? What's that film? The... Bradley Walsh with. Fucking oh four, yeah, yeah. Four fucking two. Mike Bassett. Yeah. He's actually really good in that. To be fair. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, I, I did wonder one for the comments. Like, if if Flav was in football, what role would he have? 
I'd be intrigued to know where where you'd place him. Is he an assistant coach? Is he a gaffer? Is he a definitely not a kit man? You're definitely not a kit man. <laughs> you'd be like, get it yourself, and you'd be terrible with the names. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are these? Uh, anyway, but where? Let us know in the comments down below. Right. Where are we? Curry panic. Remember this? So we're into the bits now. Sandwich chat on the horizon, and it's uh, it's juicy. Um, I I I had a bit of curry panic like the uh, the day after we is, spoke is this, about curry panic. This, yeah, you said when you was eating paneer last week, and yeah, and my stomach was incredibly vulnerable the next day. Oh yeah, and, I, and we had the vindaloo as well as we're talking about is when you start panicking when you're eating. You, what was uh, your panic? Yeah, well, I had a panic. Where I sort of had um had a shower. And then I farted without thinking because you're on your own. You know when you're on your own? Like, okay, I'm on my own. I can fart. Uh, everyone has that, right? Yeah. Because like, broadly speaking, you can't, can you? Annoyingly. But I was like, oh, I'm on my own result. <laughs> and, um... well, so, some relationships you can. <laughs> yeah. There's some, I, And I, I don't get it. I, I like to keep the air of mysticism. You know? <laughs> yeah, and right. some, you're a romantic. Some... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a romantic relationship. So like, some, some are just... Like, like my mates say, they they Dutch oven their missuses. That's that's that power move. It's not a power move. <laughs> it's it's fucking weird in my opinion. But they're going, oh, you're stuck up, and I'm like, I don't want a Dutch oven, my missus. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she'll find me less attractive if I done that. Well, it's just briefly explain Dutch oven. I think they went in. It's when you fart under the under the covers, the covers, and then hold her head under it. See, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of <laughs> Dutch oven. The opposite of that is, I'll, I'll try and, I'll try and lock one in using the duvet and hope it does. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I've it's, been there. It's a risk, but you just sort of hold your arms in. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a chance at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Fatman, Fatman, curry panic uh, because she, as you know, as everyone bloody knows, I sleep on my front. And the duvet wasn't on my bum, <laughs> and I'd fight whilst I was asleep. And she was like, "What is that?" So she put the. She's like, "What do I do?" And she, she put because she's not going to be able to roll me over. So she just put the duvet over the top of my bum and tucked it in. I think. Um. Anyway, I had curry panic in the shower. Yeah. Because I yeah I was in the shower and I was like oh, okay you know I'm on my own I can I can have a little let a little trump out and as we all know. Um, hot air rises, and in the shower, a bad fart is horrific. <laughs> it's like it's even worse. <laughs> so, so I sort of farted, and then I was like, "Oh no, I know, I know what you know. I know what this batch is like." And I was like, "What do I do? What do I do?" Because you can't hold your breath yeah. forever. So I had cur- I had curry panic in that moment. I thought you were going to say you shit yourself in the shower. <laughs> no, but um, but you'd be fine, wouldn't you? Guess just do a sort little. Of. B day it, I guess, can't you? Um anyway. Martin Green. Curry panic. Get your curry panic in. The uh, comments. On curry panic, I've been there. Uh let's just give some clarity. I'm a cormatic I'm cormatica guy tops. <laughs> right. Um I moved to Australia and started a new job. And after three months I got invited out with the boys. They were giving it the big one about how hot the curries they were. Yeah. Tough. I mean, the thing is, sometimes with those things, you show more power by just going, well, no, I prefer a korma. And yeah, not, you're you not, not bad. Don't be rattled in that moment. You know? Yeah, if you say, fuck off, I'll eat what I like, mm. that's more manly than eating a hot curry. 
because it isn't about obviously it's you you can't control how your face and body reacts to heat everybody's yeah, yeah. different and it's 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 a biological thing not a mental thing staying strong as well is good because my mate charlie does it charlie doesn't my mate charlie doesn't drink beer he doesn't want to drink beer he's never drunk beer he's not drinking yeah. beer and you say yeah. guy you but like everyone's having a beer drink a beer go on drink a beer and he's like i don't drink beer and it's yeah. like you've got to respect it you do you do have to respect it he loves like, a chardonnay the it, yeah like you it's it's Matt. You go out to the pub or down for football. There isn't a group of men all drinking prosecco, in a in a in a. If yeah. I walked into a and pub, why and not? Was, I mean, why should. not? Bring it there back, was a, if there was eight men in a ring and they and they weren't drinking a pint. They were simply drinking prosecco. There will be so many men out there who would much rather have a prosecco than a pint of beer, but they don't because they don't want to look like. Yeah, you know, in a group of lads, you can't. You know. You can't pop a bottle of Prosecco and go, wee. wee. <laughs> you can't, go, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah, have those two up. together. You've got quietly go. Yeah. Do you want another glass? A place that'd be lovely. Oh, it's but when you're like, I, 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 think you, I think men look weird having a red wine. Or at the pub. pub. Yeah, oh you either God. look like an alcoholic or uh, or <laughs> it's, just, it's just not done. <laughs> like, imagine sitting down with me and you and just having a glass of red wine together. It just it doesn't feel right. <laughs> that's funny you say that because we the Champions League uh, the stew our old boss was drinking red wine and, and so me and Loz were like yeah we'll drink wine as well so we were all drinking yeah. red wine Damn. but you were all happier you are all happier than yeah. you would be if you were drinking own beer. it own it is what we're saying you ain't got no gassiness you're not full you're not that's pissing true. every two minutes uh, super chat from UEFA thank you very much my father is an Eintracht fan happy when Kamada scored two versus AFC and Emery got sacked Arteta came, first European game, knocked out by a team from Greece. <laughs> Thanks for that, Super Chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How much was that? Thanks, mate. Five quid. No, look, I've read it. Right. Anyway, <laughs> curry panic. That's a promise. I'm reading before. Anyway. Oh, bless. Yeah, no, I'd appreciate it. Um, they were uh, they're giving a big one about how hot the curries they eat were. So I ordered a vindaloo. Um, I, so I ordered a vindaloo to be one of the lads to fit right in. Anyway, I ordered three pots of yogurt. I lost two kilograms of sweat. Um, if I was a boxer, I would have gotten down two weight categories. And I ended up throwing up on the table. That's tough. That, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, in the long run, it will... It will bring it's you closer together, well. but your but your status amongst the group will probably drop. End up throwing up. What, the, what, get what, away what's... from the table, though. <laughs> yeah, move. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Who's eating after that? Yeah, mo- on the table. Why did you move? Did you, did you have that when you were a bit younger? You'd go for a curry with your mates, and it was sort of a bit of a competition who had the <gasps> ne- who had the neatest section. Because curry oh, somehow yeah. just goes everywhere, doesn't it? I mean, I never. Yeah, it does go everywhere. I took pride in that. I used to take pride in that. Of course I did. Anyway, uh, throwing up on the table, full of shame. I turned up to work on Monday, head down in pure shame. Now I'm known as the beater. But (laughs) 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 I now have mates for life. I don't think I'll leave Australia for England. Really good quick story there, Martin. Well done. That really went everywhere. Nice happy ending as well. Right, here we go. Sandwich chat. Fascinating stuff. Um uh, we still haven't completely decided on what is the the, the top sandwich. 
Um, so All that right. is one for the comments uh, this week. Of course, there'll be um, a ripple effect from these sandwich comments as well. So let's make our way through. Connor, uh, so by the way, if you missed last week's podcast, Flav um, was very clear on how a sandwich should be cut and how it shouldn't be it shouldn't be cut this way it should be cut no. this way sorry yes okay connor tg sandwich chat flab 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 is objectively correct about how to cut sandwiches however if i'm making a sandwich for myself i don't cut it at all what <laughs> way okay See, I'm not. I don't hate this take. I'm intrigued to know what you think. Just eat the whole thing in one go. I'm getting married next week. To, congratulations, Connor, by the way, uh, to a girl I've been. Or this weekend, I guess. Congratulations. Uh, I've been with ten years, and it's probably the only thing that's giving her cold feet. She makes me cut it in half when I take lunch to work, so they don't think I'm a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> good girl. Sounds like you're wearing a good one. Yeah. Um. Uh, how do you feel about that, just the the all in one job? He's a psychopath. Which like, also... there's, there's, there's a practical issue here, mate, is that if you hold it up, there's a chance that some of the innings at the filling of the sandwich are going to fall out the bottom because you haven't got proper purchase on... Innings. Uh, it's not <laughs> the innings of the sandwich. Yeah, innards. The, yeah, right, the innards, innings, <laughs> yeah, cool. insides, whatever it is, guts. you're not at full of control sandwich. of the sandwich. Unless he's got massive shovel hands. Like, the, like if he's Nigel Martin... He's not cutting the, the, a sandwich in half because he could fit two whole sandwiches inside his hands. Yeah. So, so, uh, but do you, do you know where I think you're fine with that? With a, is with, it a, with something that's not, where, where it's not. So I think there's two things here, and I think one is very legitimate, right? So I would say that I think you're right. If there's too, that's the thing is there's too much in it. But if we've just got like, say you've just got a, say you've got a, you need a quick sandwich, right? And you're doing like a peanut butter sandwich, right? Something like that. Okay. With something like that, it's so thin. It's so thin. Or even just cheese ham, that's it, right? It's so thin. And and, and the middle section for me is the key section, obviously, of a sandwich, right? So what you can do, and so this is what I do with any sandwich, regardless of how it's cut, is I generally work round the sides to to enjoy the the innards. Of you eat the outside outside of the sandwich first. The crusts first. Yeah, so say say this is a peanut butter sandwich and it was I was crazy. eating the whole thing. So the best the bite thing. is the I'd one make... and you've got the whole whole sandwich like that and the first bite right in the middle of when you cut it in half. Right, okay. That's the best bit. Right, we're gonna get we're getting to this. Okay. But yeah, I'll just tell you mine because there's a comment about this. But say if say if it was an all in one, I would work my way around <laughs> the crust so that I get you to are... so the last... because the last bite in things are is, is important. And I want the last bite no to one, be the best bite. No one does that. You're literally the only person on earth that eats the crust first. Because I want to enjoy the the best bit last. So to, you fill to be your continued. mouth full of crust to, the first. To be continued. Okay. So anyway, yeah. he likes what? He likes it all in one. Robert Faber. Okay. Oh, hang on. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Robert Faber. I'll admit it here. I do cut my sang- sandwiches lengthways. I have done since I was a child, and I'm not American. I'm Dutch. Having a th- having had a thought about it, this comment's mental, and and I love it. Anyway, having had a thought about it, I think there's two reasons why I prefer it, and both have to do with my very Dutch propensity for sweet sandwich 
fillings. What, like jam and, and, <laughs> and, and, and peanut butter? Is that so, what you're saying? Okay, so first reason, if you have a jam sandwich, there's always a risk of squeezing some of the jam out while you eat it. <laughs> I don't eat jam sandwiches. <laughs> no, it's so funny. That's what I mean. I, was, I started reading this comment when I was getting in a running order, and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be about the strategy of how you cut things. And I just got lost in the ingredients of which he talks on, about. Because I just, it's the idea. I just love the idea. I think there's nothing. What's better than an. <laughs> Sorry, <statue. laughs> Sorry, there's a bit of a tangent. When we were at the at Ibrox, right, the game started and we were right on the aisle. And there was this guy. <laughs> there's this guy. He was about, I would say, 55. And he was about 25 stone. Right. And he had a huge sort of beer belly. And he was going, he went up and down the stairs. <laughs> he went up and down the stairs about four times. Like, just like, what the, I can't, what is it? I, I can't feel me. What, I know him as he is, but I can't see the guy. Is it? He was like, lot. And he's sweating. He's going up and down. He's a bigger guy. And then Lot just turned to me and said, he said, you know, sometimes you just, in certain scenarios, Anyone, whatever their age is, you you just see a little boy. <laughs> I was like, I can't. What? But that game started, and I don't want to go up there again. But I normally see it's up there. But hang on, it might be down here. And there was such this amazing moment where he went, because I was watching him, and then he went, and he looked over and went, ah, oh, he was in the wrong stand. <laughs> anyway, anyway, eating a jam sandwich feels similar. Do you know what I mean? When, if, yeah, I think yeah. of an, if I think of an adult eating a jam sandwich, I can't. I just I would just see a little child going. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, but anyway, it's, get... you're, if you're if your your go to is like a jam sandwich, what's the best sandwich in the world? Well, it's a it's a strawberry jam sandwich. Then uh, <laughs> question marks we... next. Question marks. Big time red flags. Yeah. Um, right. Well, look, keep listening. Here we go. So, if you had a ja- have a jam sandwich, there's always a risk of squeezing some of the jam out while you eat it. And I think that if you cut it lengthwise, uh, the way you end up holding the sandwich makes it more likely for that jam to then leak onto your fingers, where you'll notice it instead of silently falling out of the sandwich and onto your trousers. Right. <laughs> right. Second one. Right. Th- these. This is gonna blow your mind. These next five words. If you have chocolate sprinkles on your sandwich, what are you on about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is going on here? Well, I've been to I've been to I've been to Netherlands six times in my life. This doesn't happen over there. It's just you, Robert. You need to have a word with yourself. Chocolate sprinkles and jam in a sandwich. It's a, sandwiches are savoury. If you're over seven years old, you can't put chocolate. What are you even talking about? Chocolate sprinkles? Where? Where are you talking about? Chocolate drops or sprinkles that you put on ice cream? Why the fuck are you putting them two between two pieces of bread? It's fucking outrageous. I can't wait to read the next. What is going on here? I can't. This is mad. He's talking like it's normal as well. This is my issue with it. He's just like, 
No, I just fa- I prefer sweet sandwiches. That's that's the, that's what's strange <laughs> about this. What but, you're saying isn't normal. Uh, and then this is the guy. This is the guy who's back in it for, to be cut long ways. Uh, do you, know, like, you, so, you know, imagine a group setting for like everyone's talking about sandwiches, and then <laughs> just like, he went. I prefer sweet sandwiches. Everyone will go. What? What? Oh, Robert. Sorry, mate. Right. Uh, if you have chocolate sprinkles on your sandwich, as we Dutch, as we Dutch are won't uh, want to do, yeah. uh, those sprinkles are going to fall out at the first opportunity, unless you use an inordinate amount of butter to stick them down. Cutting oh the sandwich God. lengthways means you grasp it even evenly across the entire length, uh, not creating any sag in the bottom slice that would lead to sprinkle spillage. I can't see. I can't say if there's any advantage in cutting a banana sandwich lengthwise, though. I guess we'll have to ask Harry Maguire. I'm, I'm, I'm literally texting my Dutch mate now. Literally. I make quick one. Is it normal in the Netherlands for I'm people? So, I'm so nervous to for, eat for Robert sandwiches ah. of jam with chocolate sprinkles. Is it those like crunchy chocolate sprinkles? Chocolate sprinkles. Well, do you know what I mean? Or is it just like chocolate filings? That makes sense. Um, anyway, fascinating. That was awesome. Um, Freddie, sandwich cutting chap. My girlfriend was once cutting slices. Oh, this is mental. My girlfriend was once cutting slices for a sandwich whilst a couple of friends were around. Rather than slicing the loaf ac- across the small side like a regular person, she instead proceeded to cut the loaf lengthways <laughs> as though to make an incredibly long slice. Uh, needless to say it's five years later and it still gets brought up when we hang out the, um, do you know what that is annoying with a loaf you know when you can't get it in the toaster it's like popping out you got to sort of stay on top of it and switch it around halfway it's, through it's warbons isn't it warbons uh, Andrew Youngs there's a good reason for to go for the top to bottom cut on the sandwich now this is why I think I might make my way towards it because in our household my, when I have a sandwich uh, it's it's known that you you don't just have one sandwich you have one and a half Always have one and a half. Two's too many, but one and a half's just right. Um, sometimes I want exactly three slices of bread. Two, two is too few. Four would be ridiculous. Thus, with the third slice, I make a half sandwich. That's what I do. Uh, the top, the top He's to bottom. To me. Sorry. All right. The top to bottom cut allows for a perfect tessellation, as the two sides mirror each other, meaning sandwich filling volume can be maximised. No floppy edges. Go on. Chocolates, chocolate sprinkles. He said, hi, mate. Quick one. Is it normal in the Netherlands for people to eat sandwiches of jam and chocolate sprinkles? I've been told it is. He says, ha, 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 Like strawberry jam. And I went, yeah. And he says, strawberry jam, not really, but sprinkles with peanut butter is quite normal. Not for me, though. Give me an egg and bacon sandwich any day. He's nervous there, isn't he? He's like, don't judge me, though. I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah. not part of this. Sprinkles and peanut butter is quite normal. Look, I look. I'm not. I'm not one to, you know, make fun of another person's culture. And if, if that's what they like, and as I might, they're up there with my favourite people on earth. I just got to let them have it. That is, I've blown my mind, Robert. I'm sorry. Sorry for my outburst. Yeah, Canali Hunt's a triple decker sandwich removes any underfeeding worries. I just, it doesn't feel right to me to ch- to put the one in the middle. It just feels off. Um, Do you know what, like when you when you know you're in Sainsbury's and you can buy a triple decker, or you yeah. can buy a, like it's the free sandwiches in there. Yeah. What do you think of them? 
Yeah, no. Uh, what? Uh, what? That's in. You'll get three in the packaging. Yeah. I mean, I'll look that... for them. I'll look for them. I don't <laughs> want a two, really. Uh, no, when, two is when, never when, enough. When, you know, we're talking about smaller th- fillings. If I'm hungover, I might double up on two twos, but they're really small fillings. If I'm hungover. What do you mean two twos? So like a. What could we have? We could have like a ham, ham and mustard, and a cheese and onion one. Like a, like a one. Oh, you're, like you mean you'll have two, two sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, go four. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nut. Four. Case. I'm a nut. Case. Wow. But then that's why I don't cut diagonally because I think it's less filling if you cut diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Because for me, the key area is the middle bit. Right. LM right. sandwich chat. We we're talking about this earlier. Where do you take your first bite of a sandwich? From one of uh, the corners where the crust meets the normal bread. Uh, I find this a, a bit a bit cleaner, less likely to get bits of food around your mouth, but I don't enjoy the flavour of the crust as much as the filling, of course. Or straight out of the centre of the normal bread bit uh, gets a purer flavour of the filling and bread, but also gets stuff around your gob. I think he's talking about if, if, if in a diagonal. I think he's generally talking about. Why don't you just cut the crusts off then, Jim? And then you, all of it can be exactly how you want it. Oh, you I'm don't I'm happy to have it. It's like crust on a pizza. I'm happy to have the crust. I'm, I, I want all of the sandwich. See, this is the thing. It's not. About, it's not about the first bite. It's about the last bite. What's going to be your last bite? And that's why I'm going to work my way around so I can finish with epic satisfaction at a, at a job well done. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. What about why don't you have a sub as opposed to a sandwich? Then you've got again all of it. It's good. I mean, that's, again, that's fine, but I, I like the middle bit. Of, I like the middle bit of the bread as well. Look, you know, we do breakfast buffet stuff, or you get a full English or something like that. You, are you? Do you save the last bit? Is the last bit the best bit? I would say. I, I mean, not consciously, but yeah, typically it'd be the end of a sound. It would be. It'll be the end of a sausage, a little bit of egg, a little bit of toast, and the rest of the bean juice. Yeah, I, I've I've got to stay on top of it because I'll I'll just find myself with just a load of meat. By the end of it, because I'll just go through the rubber bits because those are the best bits. So I'll try and mix it up. Do you know what I actually had? I had black pudding in Scotland with um, yeah. tomato on top, with the uh, you know the grilled tomato on top. It was really good yeah. actually. Yeah, offered a bit of uh, moisture to the dry uh, black pudding. Jim, anyway. can I just say quickly? Um, yeah. You know, every single time I'm in a hotel now, and you go down for the breakfast buffet. Yeah. I know this is bordering on buffet chat, and I'm not, I don't want to open that can of worms again. Yeah, but. Jim, you pop into my head every single time. <laughs> I feel about it too as well. <laughs> on holiday, on holiday we had, on holiday we had a, a breakfast buffet as part of the hotel. So we yeah. basically we made a decision that we're not going to have lunch. We're going to go for it. And I was like, absolutely fine, darling. <laughs> and off we go. <laughs> it was great. So Jim, what what? How do you approach that morning right, buffet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you hey, take your time, don't you've you? Done this, haven't we? Yeah, you try to. You really try. There's to no right. You sit down. You get a glass of orange and then sit back down. Yeah, yeah. I like to layer it. I really love to layer it. <laughs> Just take. It. I, I want to be like going to up and down it. at least four times. Um. Anyway. Uh. So this is the this is a bit of um controversy for you now, Flav. Here we go. And I did think it at the time. And I will read a couple of comments. JNZ sandwich chat. I think Flav needs to stand trial next week for daring to mention cheese and coleslaw in the conversation of greatest sandwich, let alone it being a real sandwich. James no, qu- real sandwich. James quietly questioned it uh, of the quiet James's quiet questioning of cheese and coleslaw <laughs> needs to be revisited. This rogue I idea makes sandwich ever, did I? You put it in the list. Yeah, I remember thinking, really? I think I was just reeling off sandwiches. I need to think about a list. You can't put... Okay. 
backtracking. This rogue idea makes me imagine Flav opening two slices of bread, placing a slice of cheese on one side and gingerly piling coleslaw on the other before closing the bread and whispering, there she is. (laughs) 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 I get chills thinking of a man eating cheese and slaw on bread with a smile. Yeah, I'm struggling with it. I I mean, I don't often have it. I, I, I have had it. It is, it, and you can get it in sandwich shops that are sold as. You can get cheese and coleslaw and boot. For fuck's sake! And what? Exist. Cheese and coleslaw and I don't know what else is in there really. And but you said something with a B there. Boots. Boots. Oh, oh, yeah, boots. 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 Um, <clears throat> can I just quickly say, I don't think that should be on the tier list of uh, greatest sandwiches ever, but it is something that gets eaten occasionally. Just wanted to put it. Really, I would never ever go for that. That doesn't really? make sense to me at all. And a jacket potato, you can have cheese and coleslaw, right? Again, I don't, I don't have coleslaw a lot, but I'll only have it with salad, really. Okay. Uh, Alexis McAllister deserves a Scottish call-up. You've uh, seen his dad. Well, have you, you seen his dad? Have um, has everyone seen his dad? Well, here he is. Um, oh, we've got Artet attack as well in a minute. Um, there he <laughs> oh, is. Oh, mate, have you, have you... that is mental. Yeah. What was it? It was, um, and he was a player. He played book. with Maradona. Unreal. Go, go, go to read Jack Pitt books. Um, his caption there. Alex, uh, Alex McAllister's dad, Carlos, looks like he made a surprising low move to Boca Juniors after playing four hundred and fifty games. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. yeah, That's really good. So yeah, there, there he is. Because uh, we were talking about how you know, surely. Hang he's on, Scottish. his names. Go back again. A minute. Go back. His names. Carlos Javier McAllister. Yeah. Unreal. That is unreal. Well, so, so this is interesting. And there's some great comments from the Jaffam community who are the best. Go on. So TC, so first of all, uh, Alexis McAllister is is from one of the southern provinces in, of Argentina where due to the important mining industry there, large communities of Scottish, Irish and Welsh immigrants actually moved over with roughly half of the country's population residing in Buenos Aires. Um, there's a place called, where is it? There's actually a town in Argentina called Rawson, which is surprisingly home to a community of Welsh speakers. So there you go. Um, that blows my mind. This is great work in the comments by two of our, our uh, OGs, uh, Mr. Banana Bandana. Uh, even better than Alexis McAllister being Argentinian is that he has a brother called Kevin. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> which means in the early 2000s, there was a there was a little Argentinian boy <laughs> called Kevin McAllister running around Buenos Aires. Mc, <laughs> now, McSlash, like that, by the way. <clears throat> and uh, McSlash was obviously a legend, but also Rob Turner, we know, met up recently. And they, they sent me a picture of themselves um, holding a spoon, uh, which was which was lovely. I can, actually, very briefly. Can I? Can't find it. Here it is. Here they are. So two two moist slugs, just hanging out, holding Where, a spoon it, it, in, in Australia. In, um, Small world. Isn't that isn't, isn't that, that wonderful? Mad? Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. But yeah, yeah this comment is amazing. So yeah, Kevin McAllister is his brother apparently, and uh, so there was a little Kevin McAllister running around Buenos Aires. Brilliant. McSlash said, "Yeah, I've seen the documentary where Kevin McAllister gets on the wrong flight during a family holiday and ends up in New York with his dad's credit card. He bumps into some local thieves who have a personal vendetta against him." I'd recommend watching it. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Home Alone 2, of course. Um, very good stuff. And so, yeah, but he's... So he is of Irish descent. Apparently. <clears throat> McAllister. Surely he's Scottish descent. No, it's Irish, apparently. 
Or he's a bit of both, yeah. maybe. I think it was on his um I think it was on his thing. Um oh well let's finish off with Arteta Attack. Uh so we've got well, a few. Showed a picture of, if you showed a picture of you being really tall, what you'd look like if you were tall. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> be great. It's always more it's more of Paul's small, isn't it? Um No, that is doesn't look right at all, James. <laughs> feel right right the, exactly the way you are is how you're meant to be. Thank that you. I would I don't I'm not sure I could get on with that. Okay. Noted. Uh so Arteta attack. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Although uh, I'm sick of being around tall people. I, don't know. I hate I hate that picture so much, it's disgusting. <laughs> uh so we asked you guys, of course there was the hand and the heart um a while back. What's going uh, on here then? So this we asked people for their Arteta attack. <laughs> and uh this is one from Josh. <laughs> this is very good. Inhalers. Inhalers. Uh, Mikel, age 40. Just There's the heart and the inhaler. <laughs> Hold it together. <laughs> oh, I had that ready as well. Damn, hang on. Yeah, I was going to say it. <laughs> Where is it? There it is. I've got it on double speed. Right. This is an art attack? This is an this art is attack. attack. This is our tet attack. I've done it on double speed because uh, I don't want to get done for copyright. Um, so that's that one. A little bit of Arteta mm-hmm. attack from him there. Um, it always scrolls up to the top. That's really annoying. There's some um, there's some that are a bit offensive, so I'm not going to pop them. Um, our boy, Thomas Martin, has uh, done this one. This is what Arteta drew last week. Wingers attack Trent. His defence equals poo. Very <laughs> good. Very yeah. good stuff. Uh, what else we got? Why does it keep scrolling up to the top? It's so annoying. There's some. <laughs> this is mental. This is really is that, weird. So this I comes with the caption. You need to. Is that a uterus? Well, this comes with the caption. You need to look after the balls, guys, like a woman. Caress it like a baby in the womb, because a protected ball is a happy ball. But be ready to spring into uh, into an attack. Uh, I love you guys. And this would have been the picture that Arteta would have drawn, which is two testicles coming out of a jack in the box. <laughs> Are you sure that isn't a uterus? I think it's two testicles coming, with a face on it coming out of a jack-in-the-box. I don't think it is, mate. I think that's a female anatomy. It's a, it's a... I think the testicles are here, no? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't want to gaslight again. Now I don't want to say anything anymore. But I think if you if you, if you you Google the female uterus, you'll see. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to show that one. I'll let you see that, flag, but that's, that's just too much. I've got to be honest. It's uh, essentially... Yes. We can describe it. Surely we can describe it. Yeah, feel free to describe it. Right, so it's a football, right? And on top of the football is a massive cock. And there is a goal. And inside the goal, there is what can only be described as an arsehole. And the cock is going towards the arsehole. And there's two big love hearts next to the cock. And I don't know what it means. Okay. Uh, people seem to think that you're right here. Yeah, I am right. Uterus. <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh this one's this one's quite quite don't mind this one. It's just a cannon blowing up a Yeah. I mean simple to the point. Not as sweet as uh, what Arteta generally likes to do. He likes to do a little smiley face, doesn't he? Imagine if they win the league after that that coming out. That's just gonna be a huge thing. Some of the things Louis sent me over the years. <laughs> Amazing. Uh and I think that's your lot. That Good. was that was Arteta Attack. Right. Um that's your lot. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, get involved Thank with Sam. Thank you very much, chat. everyone, for giving us your time on this uh, <laughs> wonderful. Wilderness says Friday that's 100% lady parts. 
Okay. Yeah, they the pass out. Sorry, I got it got it wrong. Um I mean I'd, yeah. No, let's <laughs> put it in though, Jim. Yeah. Let's put it in. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> uh right. I don't know how to link from that. So it's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Have a great weekend. <laughs> I'm off to Google. What a uterus is. Um anything you want to say, Flav? Oh, if you want to become a patron, please do. Links in the description. Uh, and Do me a favour, actually. If you could go over and um, my No Holds Barred interviews, um, just so when I'm trying to set people up, there's like 19 reviews, or 19 little ratings. If you could go and listen to it and then just give me a rating on there, five stars, that'd be wonderful. Um, it just makes it look a bit better when I'm approaching people and they're like, why have you only got 19 reviews? So if you could go over to No Holds Barred interviews, give it five stars, have a listen, maybe there's some interesting stuff there, then... Uh, I'll be, I'll be very grateful. If not, have a great Friday. Delightful. Right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks again. Goodbye. Oh, I'm doing All a right. Liverpool... Uh-